0: Welcome to the Beauty Brains and Barbells podcast, the show that talks all things female resistance training to help women feel beautiful, confident, and strong in and out of the gym. Now for your hosts, Jordan and Gretchen. Welcome back. We have one of us at 100% today and one of us sub 100%. I'll let you determine who, but today we are here to talk about how to make the best decision for you when you are stressed. Gretchen, welcome.
1: Thanks, guys. <laughs> if I sound a little nasally, it's because I am. It's because I am. Because I am. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm getting over a bug and I'm on the point where I feel great. I'm just completely congested. So I sound, I sound uh, like an 80-year-old smoker right now.
0: You sound great. You sound really great. I'm just, I'm happy to hear your voice and see your face. I will say it's been a tough goal for us working out together in this program.
1: It's been so terrible. First I was gone on vacation, right? Mm-hmm. And like last minute we extended it for the day, which meant I couldn't work out with you for one of our days. Like we work out two days a week. So when I'm gone, the two days that we work out, it's sad. And then we come back from vacation, we work out together and then I get sick like the next day. So then I have to skip another one of the days. I will be there on Friday. Like I'm not contagious anymore. There's no fever, nothing. It's just nasally congestion. I mean, like
0: I started to tell people on Monday, I I think that we're breaking up.
1: I don't know.
0: I think that you're dumping me and it's just one thing after the next.
1: Um, I did think about this yesterday. Maybe I should have told you off air because now I'm ambushing you. But I feel like now that you don't have a workout partner on Tuesdays and Thursdays, I could probably like every once in a while I'll come hang out with you on Tuesdays and Thursdays <sighs> and work out with you in the morning. Me. And now that my dog is like completely good, I mean me. I mean, you do need to make up for lost time. I know. I just have to remember to like pack my stuff because I leave my stuff at our gym. Yeah. Right. So I'm gonna have to bring a bag and bring it home. But I might, uh, I might start. You know.
0: I mean, I mean, I, like I pack a bag on Mondays and Fridays, so I mean, it, like you pack a bag two days a week. I pack a bag two days a week. I think it's a fair trade. I
1: think it's a complete fair trade.
0: I like the way you
1: think. Ooh. Okay. So now that we know our new workout routine, we're not breaking up. I am either an 80 year old smoker or a very sultry mistress. I like sultry mistress. Ooh. Um, let's talk about how to make best decisions when stressed. So this topic came up
0: because it's, I mean, it's a stressful time of year, the end of school year, beginning of summer. I'm not even a parent with kids in school and it's like grad party and this event and that event. And Oh, we're sponsors of this event. So I have to make an appearance at that one. Oh, and weddings. Oh, and showers. It's like, I have everything. Everything is, is happening at this time of year. And it's like, it's stressful. Let me tell you. Yeah. And So I've been feeling this way. A lot of my clients have been feeling this way and we all make decisions when we're stressed, right? Like we're trying to work on being healthier. So we're trying to eat better foods. We're trying to work out more. We're trying to take better care of ourselves. But when we're stressed, all of those, all of a sudden those decisions are like, I can't do them. I cannot. Yeah. I cannot. And I have started to have some conversations with clients because I mean, these are these are the way I look at things in my head. And I'm like, you know what? If I'm if I'm treating myself this way, like having these conversations, I need to give that same treatment to my clients, right? Present that same level of accountability. And I made a video for them yesterday in when you're stressed, right? The 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 stress-eating desire kicks in. Like we want to really like dive into chips or chocolate or whatever our, our vice is. But does stress eating really make you feel any less stressed? And we joked off air of the pan <laughs> of brownies, right? Does eating a pan of brownies make you feel less stressed? And Gretchen was like, the 20 minutes it takes me to feel to eat those brownies, I'm less stressed.
1: I was like, well, for the 20 minutes that I'm eating those brownies, I feel great.
0: <laughs> but as soon as you start washing that pan out and you realize how full you are, how rotted out your gut is, You're not only feeling the stress of feeling sick from what you just ate, you're feeling, you're feeling stressed about what did I just do to myself? Oh, I blew it again. Dang it. What is this going to do to me? Like I'm starting all over. Look at me. I'm a failure. Like those feelings of stress come in. Mm -hmm. I also then looked at it in like the workout perspective, right? Like, oh, I'm so stressed. It's been such a busy, stressful day. I should just skip my workout. Okay. Is skipping your workout going to make you any less stressed? Same question. Sometimes yes, sometimes no. Sometimes you are so busy and having an additional hour to get stuff done does make you less stressed. And then you take a short walk, you still move your body and it's, it is the best decision. Yeah. But a lot of times, oh, I'm just so stressed. I just can't make it to the gym. I just can't work out. Right. There's an alternative. We could do a home workout. We could go for a longer walk. We could um, shorten our workout at the gym, we, we could find some way to still move our body because really what that voice is, is saying is, oh, we're stressed. It's our old habits coming back into play, the things that we have to fight. So it's, it's a really hard thing to do when you are stressed, a really hard conversation to have, but we wanted to shed light on that. Cause I, I know that we both have felt it over the last month or so, And I know a lot of my clients are, a lot of our friends are, a lot of our lifter friends are. So we wanted to just kind of chit-chat about this and and bring it, bring it up.
1: I know I was gonna jump in and say when it comes to like the food part, for me it's I'm I'm stressed there. I don't have a lot of time. So instead of taking the time to make dinner or something, I'm just gonna order food. And in reality. Like, yes, it takes stress off of me because I don't have to do the actual preparation. I don't have to cook the food. I don't have to clean up. But to order food and have it delivered to our house takes the same amount of time as for me to cook it. And then I instantly regret it. Like, I don't even have to eat the food yet. Once I pay for it and it's on its way, I regret it most of the time, right? I'm like, I should have just made the food that I've already bought, that I've already said I was going to make but now it's paid for and we gotta eat it. And generally my husband is super excited for whatever we've ordered. Yeah. Um, and as far as like workouts, a lot of times going to the gym, we tell ourselves that we don't have enough time. And we do, we have plenty of time. But if it is down to a time constraint or you're stressed, you had a stressful day at work and you're like, Look, I do not have it in me to be in a room full of people and to make small talk. We all know what that's like. We all know when we're full to the brim of people. And you're just like, I can't do it. I want to throw my headphones in and not talk to people. And you can do that at the gym. But Jordan and I both know that if you go to a gym, like we do, and you know, everybody, those headphones do not stay in. People want to talk to you. And if you get to the point where you're like, I just cannot make conversations, then like Jordan said, go home, go for a longer walk, like take that time, but still move your body. Because moving your body, letting those endorphins out will help you de-stress. But don't just completely skip everything because you don't think that you have the time. Just make time somewhere else. Right. I think it's like when it
0: comes to food, that's that's almost always the first thing to go. Because I think that when we when we look at it, oh, I ate really crappy, but I'm still working out. Like we try to justify it. And that justification. In all honesty, is just you hiding your stress about what you ate. You know, exactly. you're trying, you're trying to mask how bad you feel for indulging in this, for ordering the takeout food, for eating the pan of brownies, eating the bag of chips. And <clears throat> I think that justification is something that you you have to learn to like. That that's what I was kind of talking about at the beginning. Is I have learned to have these conversations in my head of like me saying, Oh, well, like I still worked out today. So me eating all these brownies is is okay. Like, it's not that bad. Like, no, like it really, it really isn't that bad because in all honesty, I probably like just totally negated my workout. Not only did I eat crap and I now feel like crap, but I probably canceled out the majority of the benefits that I got from my workout, which means I wasted my time an hour plus of my time, which means That's an hour of time I don't get back. And I could have been doing I could have been spent doing something else. And it's it's hard to get to that point. And that's something that I'm just working with a client right now. We have to get to the point of being to have of being able to have more of those honest conversations with herself, of saying it's it's not my kids' fault. It's not my partner's fault. It's no, it's nobody's fault to be to be totally honest. Right. But it, like, you are the one making the choice and you have to make that decision of, you know what, like, do I want to make this best choice for me or do I not?
1: Right. I think about, and I think you hit it, right? When you say I worked out really well and then I ate this pan of brownies or whatever it was, that just completely cancels it out. So I have come to learn that in my mind, I had this conversation of, I worked out, that does not mean that I get to have this pan of brownies because I still have goals that I want to get to. I still want to lose weight or I still want to tone up or whatever it is in the season of life that I'm doing. If I eat that crappy food, it cancels everything out. So I'm not making any progress. So all of that hard work that I just had to talk myself into doing and pet myself up for is a complete waste. (coughs) I'm not saying that every single time you have to say no to those foods, but for the majority of the time, you do have to give that up.
0: Yeah. I mean, I remember So Nick, who we had on, you know, a month or so ago when I talked to him, when I initially started, you know, he kind of framed it as you either take this time, you know, maybe add a little bit more to your plate right now to do these things to better your sleep. Or you could spend the rest of your life stressing about how you're always tired, how you don't get enough sleep, how you've tried everything and nothing works. So you take your pick. You're, you're going to be stressed about it at some point. Do you either want to be a little bit more stressed for a shorter period of time with the end solution, your goal, whatever it is, insight? Or do you want that goal to be unachieved and you being stressed about that for the rest of your life? Absolutely. I you know, like I put in a year's worth of work on my sleep and I'm still working on things and I sleep 10 times better than what I did before. So I'm happy that I took the month of April last year to be super stressed about how I was sleeping and what I was doing.
1: It right. paid off. And how are your stress levels now? You know, considering okay, not, not currently this week, but like, break hey. out.
0: I, I will say yesterday morning, I, I take my blood pressure every day, started doing that like January lowest blood pressure I've had all year, 98 over 64. Hell yeah. Jordan, that is low. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I was initially like when I, this is a total sidetrack, right? Like I was initially like mid one, mid to upper one thirties for my, my systolic, and I've worked really, really hard and I'm i I'm a hyper responder to stress when it comes to blood pressure. Like it doesn't take much for me. And that's, that's the cool part of like, people are like, why do you take it every day? Because I get to learn these trends. Like I know that when I had a stressful day before my blood pressure is, it's really hard to bring down even the day after, um, I do like a, a five to six minute meditation before I do it just like you're supposed to do at the doctor's office, but they never make you sit in the chair for five to six minutes in silence before they take your <laughs> blood pressure.
1: And you're at the doctor's office and you're like, I'm so stressed because I'm here. I just want to leave.
0: I know. Seriously. Like when I went this year, um, it, it was the last snowstorm of the year. It takes me 20 minutes to get to my appointment. It took me 47 minutes. I was two minutes late. So not only did it take me longer, but I was also late my type A personality. uh, uh-uh, Not good for me. So they like, I mean, they're waiting for me. So they bring me right back. They're like, all right, let's get your height, weight, and then your blood pressure. And I was like, it's going to be high. Yeah. Like, I promise I took a picture this morning and it was like, I'm, my doctor was like, did you seriously take a picture of it this morning? I was like, I did. It was 113 over 70. Like, absolutely. She's like, well, I didn't need proof and I'm just going to take your word for it. But
1: I'm glad that you have lower blood pressure than what it's currently showing. Did she go, this is why you have a blood pressure problem. Cause you're so typing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but anyway, like b- back
0: to this, like my stress levels are better. Like I've done a lot of work and I I'm, I've been more stressed, but I, I don't stress about the fact that I have to tell someone, Hey, I, I go to bed. I get, I'm done with stuff by seven 30. I need to go to bed by eight o'clock. Like those conversations are so easy. People in my life know that those things happen. Was it hard at first? Definitely. But now it's like, no sweat. I know what I'm supposed to do. I I sometimes have to be more diligent in my nighttime routine than what I am. Um, but overall, like the decision to be more stressed last year, this time was way, way, way better than stressing about always being tired.
1: So when you are super stressed out, right. Let's say you're in the beginning of your journey, whether it's food, working out, sleeping, you're super stressed. How do you make the better decision for yourself in the middle of being stressed? Because that's when it's hard. It's super easy to go, oh, when this happens, I'm just going to go for that 10 minute walk. I'm going to make my walk longer. I'm going to have food ready. I have had food ready where all I got to do is put it in the microwave and I will still order food if I'm stressed out. Like, obviously it's gone down a whole lot, but that used to be my thing. It was always my thing. It was always food. It's what, like you said, food was the first thing to go. So in the middle of being stressed, how do you make the best decision for you?
0: I would love to tell everyone that they're able to just, Hey, ask yourself, you know, would you really feel less stressed if you didn't work out today? that's the point we want to get to like that, but we have to do the work to get there. And I think it comes all the way down to habits and boundaries. Mm-hmm. If you like my workout times are so set that my, my husband knows when, when I will be where Um, he knows what times I'm working out to the point of over Memorial day, Memorial day is Monday. We always train Mondays at one. He's like, Okay, so we need to be back from the cabin by what time in order for you to get to your workout at one. I'm like, perfect, thank you. And you know, like they've just become a part of my a part of my week. Like they're they're blocked off as time. And that's what I would suggest to you as well. Like eliminate that decision making, like make it a concrete time. And I get that sometimes that's not always possible. So start with a, a number. I'm working with a client right now. She's got two young kids who are just wrapping up school. So it's busy time of year for her school-wise, works a full-time job. Husband works a crazy schedule. And we're, we've set a a number um, for, for the month of June, how many workouts she's going to do for the month of June. And she said 15 workouts. That means approximately three workouts a week. So we have a monthly goal. We have a weekly goal and it's all laid out because her schedule, she can't say every single day, you know, every week, okay, I'm going to work out Monday at noon. I'm going to work out Tuesday at seven, Thursday at seven, Friday at 11. Like right. it doesn't, it doesn't work for her. So we've just set limits. We've she, She's creating that habit of, I work out three times a week. And then within that example, she's got to set better boundaries of her kids are old enough. If you have infants, like toddlers, infants, it, you can't explain to them, mommy needs to work out right now. But when your children are 11 and nine, say to them, mom's going to take 30 minutes. Mom's going to work out right now. She works out from home, have those conversations and say that and set those boundaries. I need you to, to fold laundry, um, do chores or like watch TV for an hour. Um, while mom, while mom moves her body and establish those boundaries. Those are the keys to making those best decisions because, if your kids know, you know, mom, mom works out on Wednesdays at two 30. They're like, if, if you create that habit with them and you set that boundary with them, all of a sudden mom doesn't work out at two 30 on Wednesday, mom, you okay. What happened? People begin to wonder those things. You know, it's people notice when you're not there with me, where's, where's Gretchen, Jordan, we broke up. It's okay.
1: She's just on her deathbed right now.
0: <laughs> um, So that's habits and boundaries are really the key. And it's always, it's always, 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 always easier said than done.
1: Yeah. I was going to say, I think establishing the habit early when you're not stressed, when you're like prime of your life, get those habits set. So then when stress does happen, it's that much easier to keep your day-to-day going because you already have a routine established. You already have stuff going. Um, For me, very early on, before you and I even met, before I even started powerlifting, one of my favorite quotes and like motivational speeches was um, from Jocko Willink. He's like one of my favorite motivational speech guys. Um, Something about, I'm going to butcher this. I'm so sorry. But uh, he is not a fan of procrastination unless it's not working out. So like skipping a day. So if you wake up and you're like, I just don't feel like going to the gym. That is when you procrastinate, go to the gym that day. If you wake up the next day and you're like, I really still don't feel like it. Maybe something's wrong. Maybe you're not feeling good. Maybe you're too stressed out in your life. Then take that day off, but never do it the first day that you feel it because most likely you just need to push through that for that day. So when I was feeling those days, like I would put that on or I would think about that and 99.9% of the time, it was completely true.
0: I I also think when it comes to food, right, you said, like, you can meal prep and mm-hmm. still order food out. 100% of the time. Which, which I like, I don't order food. I like, I eat at home. But that is, again, that goes back to a habit that I've, I've created. Right. Um. But I think it's like.
1: I want to say this as, as kindly as possible, right? Hang on for two seconds, because I just want to point this out. I've been working with you for over a year now, right? And when it, before I started working with you, it was three meals a day, some days a week eating out. That was a habit that we had established. We are like a year and a half in, and it just goes to show how hard those habits are to break. Because to this day, like when I'm stressed, I mean... I still have to consciously go, do not order food. Yeah.
0: And I'm, I'm super lucky that I developed my habit of meal prepping before, um, like Grubhub or DoorDash, any of those really came out. Like, I'm, I'm very, very fortunate in that because. Never prepped any food until I met you. Because I, like, I was literally like, well, I already have food. Why would I order it? Right? Right. Um, I'm also a cheap bitch. So like. I already made that food. I'm not going to throw that away, which <laughs> is like kind of the line that I was going to go down of you already made that food and you go ahead, go ahead and order your food. But at the end of the week, when you have to throw that food away, like literally dollar la bill, you throwing that away. And <clears throat> when gas prices are through the roof, like Can you honestly, like, you can't, you can't complain about how much you paid for gas, how much you paid for groceries, how much you paid for everything else. When you just threw all of that down the drain, you watched all of that great food go to waste. Yeah. Eventually you're going to get tired of wasting that. And then eventually it it just becomes a choice. I either stop ordering out and eat the food that I have here and stop wasting my money. Or I just say, screw it to meal prep altogether. And I'm just going to give up my money goal which is is fine either way because you you come to the conclusion of what you really want, but that's your choice. Correct. That is then your choice. You have made the decision that the simplicity of ordering out and not caring about what you eat is more important. And I I hope, and I pray that you get to that point again, where prepping your food, not wasting your money by ordering things out comes back to you and that you make, you make a different decision the next time.
1: This is a complete side note about wasting food, but I love that both of us last week, I think it was, we were saying when we have food left over, we look at our husbands and we're like, go for it. This needs to be gone. It's by tomorrow. So eat it. But then we get so irritated because we don't get to do that.
0: I know. I laughed so hard. This is where it came up. Like you had said this. Uh And it was so funny because honestly, the same weekend, we had a bunch of turkey left over from something and look at Brian. I was like, you can finish that thinking he's going to finish it today and tomorrow. He scooped all of that in his (laughs) bowl. And I I swear to you, it had to be like 10 ounces of ground turkey. This was so much. And I'm like, "Mm, I can't look at that. Like, how do you eat that much? He still puts rice and spinach and veggies and cheese and eats it with chips. And he's like, I'm a happy boy, mm-hmm. but it, yeah. Side note on that. Cause it, it happens. Mm-hmm. But I think, I think this really, it really sums up this episode of, you know, just making a decision when you're stressed requires you to step out of your stressed thought process. Mm-hmm. And to kind of revert back to, like, your your basic habits, to get back to your clear-cut, honest, non-emotional thinking. We're speaking mostly to females here. We are very emotional thinkers. I'm probably, like, the most emotionless of the two when it comes to some decisions.
1: Um, I'm very very emotional. (laughs) And... Jordan, you should be very glad that we have not been together while I've been sick. I get more emotional when I'm sick. I just want you to know that I broke out crying three times for no reason. So somebody somebody did ask the other day, like, do you ever let
0: yourself cry? And I'm like, yes, I do. But then what was funny is yesterday, after the day that I had, I've I felt myself wanting to cry. And I was like, don't do it. <laughs> don't. Not. And I, I stopped crying because I started laughing at thinking like this woman was like, just let yourself cry. Just let it happen. I was, I was about to go into a meeting. The man was about to come and repair my garage door. I didn't want to be crying in my meeting with this man repairing my garage door. So it was like, I was stopping myself for, for a good reason. Yeah. But I laughed because I was like, we just talked about this the other day. Like, you should just let yourself cry. And here I go.
1: No, don't sure. no cry.
0: I I'm very matter of fact with things Yeah. and <clears throat> stern daddy likes to just tell it like it is. And if in, in my head, it literally is like, okay, like you, you want to skip your workout today? Cause you've got a lot of stuff to do. Um, that's crap. Like you just don't want to do your workout and that's yeah. it in a more in a in a less explicit version that is what ha- what goes through my head um <laughs> and i wish i wish i could channel that and send that to other people but <laughs> it uh doesn't unfortunately happen that way
1: i would say for the emotional people and for everybody else have an accountability person we talk about this all the time have someone that will keep you accountable Luckily, I have a very emotionless friend that will tell me that you just want to skip your workout or you just want to have French fries instead of the food that you've prepped, right? It's crap. So don't do it. Um, On those days that I really need a push, that is who I'm going to because my husband will say, go get the French fries and get me some too. I will say.
0: When you approached me about how overwhelmed you were with everything, you you did know. So I, I really held myself back. You know, <laughs> I did I did such a great job reading the situation and not saying what I really wanted to say.
1: Here's the thing though, even telling you it though, and knowing you, I just needed to say it and then look at you and go, no, it's crap.
0: And you you came to the exact exact realization I needed you to without me you just needed to look at me and it just uh, it was just like laser beam to your forehead anyway there are always going to be stressful seasons of life right now end of school year beginning of summer is one of those big times we're all going to go through stress but if you can make better decisions when stressed I just look at it you make it through this you can make through anything so use this Build your habits, set your boundaries, and make these better decisions so moving forward, you can rock it. Thanks for tuning in to this episode of the Beauty, Brains, and Barbells podcast. If you liked what you heard today, go ahead and give us a like, a share on Instagram. Let us know what more you want to hear from us so that we can truly make this the podcast that females go to to improve their resistance training experience.